Hello, and welcome to Because Nature Tells Me So. I'm Susan Charks. This podcast, which originates from scenic, historic, and still beautiful Bucks County, Pennsylvania, features my writings about nature. This week, I'll be reading my latest Nature's Way column, Night and Day. The printed version appeared in the January 18, 2007 issue of the Bucks County Herald. The first full moon of the new year dressed for the occasion, donning an iridescent diamond-studded chiffon gown. Clouds parted before her beauty, leaving the black velvet stage for herself alone. Next morning, when she awoke on the other side of the sky, her fancy dress rumpled and soiled, old Sun had already started the fire in the grate. He gathered a puffy white comforter around him, and then spread it high against the ceiling, like an egret unfolding its wings. The flames cast red, orange, and yellow hues onto the underside of the blanket. Sun danced a little dance to a Cole Porter tune. "'Your time has come and gone,' he called to Moon. "'I am as constant as constant can be, whereas you can only be counted on to shine once in a while.' Moon cried tears of rage. Great big drops rolled down her plump cheeks. She shook her head, and they sprayed far and wide. Then she set about sobbing some more. She blew her nose long and loud, over and over, till shutters rattled and trees toppled. Moon's tears filled the sky. They soaked the sun's quilt, soaked it good, and Sun went into his room and shut the door. He didn't come out till Moon had cried herself to sleep. Well, now, that's one explanation, and here's another. The better you know someone, the more you recognize those little signs that mean things are not what they seem. A perfectly placid disposition, the exemplar of cheerful optimism, is belied by the persistent tick that others mistake for a happy-go-lucky wink. The frown of concentration differs by an eyebrow hair's breadth from the frown of annoyance. And a clear, crisp winter's night with a brilliant full moon portends a day of wet weather if the moon is wearing a halo. That happens when the moon is shining through a curtain of high-altitude cirrus and cirrostratus clouds, which are composed of small hexagonal ice crystals that, like prisms, bend or refract the moonlight at a 22-degree angle into a cone. We see the cone end on as a ring. It can be white, or, if conditions are right, a spectrum, reddish on the inside to violet on the outside. The clouds are high enough and thin enough to be virtually invisible to us on the ground, and transparent to stars and planets. Those high-altitude night clouds are being driven ahead of a mass of low-pressure air approaching from the west. Moisture builds up where it meets the colder, drier air. By daybreak, clouds have thickened and lowered, while the air layer below is still dry, and the eastern horizon ahead of the disturbance remains clear. Light from the rising sun is reflected downward by the clouds. The light is bounced back through the clear air before it has had a chance to reach the higher atmosphere, where dust and moisture would scatter the light and turn it blue. The result is a vibrant, sky-filling sunrise, all plum and apricot and peach, winter painting with the palette of summer preserves. Eventually, the low-pressure storm system presaged by the clouds sweeps in, bringing wind and precipitation. Which you can condense into, red sky at morning, sailors take warning, and ring around the moon, rain or snow is coming soon. But try telling that to Moon. She won't listen. She's out getting her gown cleaned for the next big night. And that's this week's edition of Because Nature Tells Me So. Please visit my website, www.susancharks.com, for more information about me and my writings. Your comments are always welcome. Email susan at susancharks.com. Thanks for listening.